Hey friends, Dominica here. Hope you're doing really well. Hey, this week I want to talk all about building a team, how to build a team, where the heck to find our team, and then how to keep the team. Something that I hear all the time, especially while I'm in my coaching sessions with business owners and entrepreneurs, they constantly tell me how hard it is to find not only really good help that's reliable, that's knowledgeable, resourceful, that actually shows up on time to meetings. Where are our people who want to actually be there? And then how do we keep them? So I want to start off by saying that when I first started my entrepreneurial journey, I thought that I could do it all myself. And I know that if I would have been smarter from the get-go, right? You don't know until you know, right? And I sure as heck didn't realize how much farther, further, farther, however you say that word, <laughs> how much farther I could go in my business if I had hired a team sooner than later. I didn't figure out the value of having a team until about year six. And I've been in business 15 years now. So think about that. Six years of me just grinding away alone. Not only was it lonely, but I didn't accomplish nearly as much as I wanted to personally and professionally. And I couldn't help as many people as I wanted to by doing it alone. So I got smart. And I finally decided I'm going to find at least like two extra people to come on board and help me. Specifically at the time, I was hiring designers. I was hiring additional web designers while I was building out my marketing agency because I wanted to focus on really the more personal side of the business, talking with the clients, building up the business, working on the business rather than in it. Because like most business owners, when I first got started, I, of course, was the one-man show or the one-lady show where I was constantly doing everything myself. So I went out and I interviewed a handful of people and I hired wrong, <laughs> like so many of us do, where I hired someone uh, that I liked, that you know they met every marker where I thought this is going to be super fun. We're going to have a great time and we're going to, you know, make all this money together. Uh, and that first person ended up being somebody that lied to me about their experience. It ended up being someone that only wanted to be paid with a retainer, which was another red flag that I didn't know at the time. Uh, and so that ended up not working out. And that was one of the first people that I had to fire and it was really unfortunate, but uh, I'm glad that that person showed their true colors in the first handful of months and it didn't go on too long. Really quick, I want to pause here. Something that I was told by one of my dearest mentors, he told me something that has just stuck. And I think about it a lot when I go through the hiring phase. I've been fortunate enough in my business now that I've been able to hire over 40 people and that feels really good, right? But something that he, my mentor shared with me was that when someone shows you their true colors, believe them. Yes, I always want to assume the best in people, but if someone's showing up late or swearing every other word or just acting inappropriate, I always want to give someone the benefit of the doubt. But if someone's showing up like that from the get-go, not acting in a professional manner, then let's believe them. They're showing us who they really are. Okay, so back to what I was talking about when it comes to hiring a team. I hired 
another person that ended up being like, okay, but they just couldn't quite keep up with the demand. So then from there, I started reaching out to friends saying, hey, who needs a job? And then that was a terrible decision. I don't know if anyone has ever, you know, hired a friend, a direct friend, someone, let's say you've, you grew up with. And like nine times out of 10, whether it was my own experience, so firsthand experience or someone else I've talked to, those relationships just don't pan out with mixing the personal and the business together. In my experience, I have only had two or three really good business and personal relationships. The main one that comes to mind is my dear friend, Rory Carruthers, who I'm sure a lot of you know. I've talked about him before on the show. He's my co-host on the Big Picture Business Podcast. We've done a lot of things together in the business world and we're really good friends. I feel like that's a very rare thing to come across, but when it happens, it's amazing, but it can take some digging, right? Everyone's got to be on the exact same page where there's really no uh, like competition. You really have to have that right mindset where everyone's on the same page from a, hey, we're all going to win here and no one's going to be left out. Like, for example, there was a, a actually more than once, a handful of situations where people would go behind my back or Rory's back when they wanted to work with either one of us, but not the other one. And then Rory and I would call them out on it. And we would say, we don't, we're not going to do that. Some of the contracts were big contracts, someone that wanted to work with me, someone that wanted to work with Rory, but that's not how we, we did business. We went into meetings together, we tackled it together, and we always were very honest and open about what the situation was. Again, going back to that idea, that whole point of if someone shows you their true colors, believe them. Would you want to go into business with someone that's talking behind the partner's back? No, of course not. That's just bad business. And that person, those people have shown their true colors and both Rory and I don't do business with those people anymore. All right, I digress. Anyways, moving right along to hiring your team. Finally, I got really smart about, let me just find people that I don't necessarily know. Like, let's just go into the hiring pool here and see if I can find people online. So at the time, the company was called Odesk. It's now Upwork, which is an online platform. You guys probably know what it is, where it's a lot of freelancers, great freelancers looking to work right away. And I got so lucky. I ended up hiring someone who came with a team and they had three people that worked for them. And they said, hey, we want to work for you. You obviously have all this uh, website work coming in. And so at first, at first I was a little bit skeptical because I thought, well, how is this going to work out? Because in my mind, I thought I need to be the manager. I need to know what's going on and have my hand in every little thing to delegate, to direct. I mean, that's kind of like the standard boss type, you know, idea. Well, I quickly got over that because I started to realize that the more I gave the reins to these team members, I knew that when they had the freedom to meet their deadlines without me micromanaging and hovering over them, then it was going to just all work out. And I had a very clear line of communication with the original person that I hired. And then she had her team of three and then once Sweet Marketing, my agency started getting even bigger and we started gaining bigger clients and more projects. I went to her and I said, hey, 
do you need more support? And how can I support you? Because this is a lot of work coming at you. And she has said, it'd be great if we could hire two more project managers. I said, great. So what I did is I put out an ad on Upwork, Odesk at the time, and I interviewed maybe 20 people and not a single person that I talked to met the markers we were looking for. It was a very specific job that had to have very clear communication and come into our world of this really well-oiled machine that we had built. And so then I went back to this person I hired and I said, what do you think about hiring internally? Like, do you have people that you actually want to work with? Because it's hard enough for me to try to find someone that I like and who I think is going to be a good fit and then hand them over essentially to my team that I already know is well-established, who I like and we have clear communication with. So I basically put the task on my main team lead. And I said, if you have anyone in your wheelhouse, someone that you like, know, and trust, let me know. And immediately she said, actually, these other people that had been working for her on the other projects two of them ended up becoming team leads because they knew how everything worked within my organization and how I expected the flow of communication to go. And they also knew that they were going to have the freedom to run the projects they wanted to run in a way that just felt good for everyone. So then from there, she turned to her new team leads who we hired on as team leads. And she said, who do you guys want to be your designers, your developers? And so we just kept sort of kicking it down the road with these new people coming on board who knew someone that they really liked in a professional manner that I just kept hiring. So what we have today, many, many, many years later, it all started with this wonderful person on Upwork who decided and did the due diligence to put two people who she really liked that worked really well within our organization in the team lead roles. From there, they went out and they built their teams. So even though it's technically my team, I write their checks, it's really their domain. I ask them every week, are we getting on the call this week? Because we have a standing time each week where we get on Zoom, we discuss big projects to make sure that everything is looking good and check progress reports and all that. And they always say the same thing. No boss, everything's okay. And I laugh because I don't really feel like I'm their boss, right? They have their own system set up and all I do is just bring them the work and it works extraordinarily well with this model. So thinking back to when I was doing everything, now I'm able to work on the business, get the clients in the door, have the direct line of communication with the clients where they feel valued, they feel you know understood. There are a handful of cases, sure, where I need to pull in the team lead to discuss the actual attributes of a website or the technical aspects of a website. But for the most part, like 95%, I'm just doing onboarding taking really good notes, passing along the information to my three team leads, and they give it to their developers. And my team leads know the standard and the quality, what to expect or what I am expecting, because I am not going to show the client anything until our giant checklist of things are handled. And there are very, very strategic and specific systems put in place within their teams. And I've trained the team leads 
of the expectation of what it is that I need to make sure that it's good to go before it even gets to the client. So I am sort of the gateway before the client actually gets to see the project, whether it's, you know, phase one, two, all the way up to launch. And it's worked extremely well with my model. And sometimes they'll come to me and they'll say, you know, we actually need to pause on a couple of projects here because we have too much work or, hey, we can take on one more site this week, whatever it's looking like. It's just incredible to have this team. And I know what a blessing that is. Right time, right place. And at the time, this one individual, it just happened to be perfect. And I know, and I've trained other business owners on this. I know that it can take a long time to find your person, but it all starts with one. It all starts with one solid person that believes in what you have going on, that has interest in your brand, that wants to buy into the brand personally. And then from there, get the process handled, make sure you set the standard. Because what I see a lot with business owners who think they're running teams is they just basically hire and say, all right, talk to so-and-so, they'll tell you what to do. There's a little more involvement in that to make sure that the standards are set. In all the time, from the moment that I hired this one person to now where I have over 40 people working in my agency, I've never had to fire anyone within the agency. However, two people did leave, but they left because they saw the model that we built and they wanted to go start their own agency together. And I thought that was amazing. Amazing. They actually came to me and asked, is it okay if we do this? And I said, of course, absolutely, because I want to empower people. I don't want people to stay within my agency forever. I want them to grow and fly and do what they want to do. Of course. I was so excited when they trusted me to come to me and tell me that that's what they wanted to do. And every time my agency gets overflow work, we send it to these two because I know they're going to do stand-up work. Take it one step further. They give us a 15% kickback commission for the project. Now that is good business. That is working smarter, not harder. That's how you build people up. You put people in the right roles. You hear people out. But you guys, I have to be honest here and just say, that for the first six years, it wasn't like this. I didn't realize that I could put this model into place. And it's such a beautiful thing. It makes me so excited to support these people. I've had so many of them call me and say, hey, can we have a personal conversation? They trust me. They confide in me. They tell me personally what they need. Something that I was really bad at before was my company culture. For the first like I would say two years, two to three years. I was terrible at it. I never asked when birthdays were. I honestly, you guys, it sounds so horrible to admit, but I didn't care. I just wanted the work to get done. I wanted to collect the funds and move on. How gross is that? But once I realized that, okay, these are people, obviously, it's not all about me. It's about hiring sweet people that want the work, that are going to do good work. And every team member gets a really hefty bonus at the end of the year because in turn, the client sees that we do good work and they give us bonuses. I don't pocket that money at all. I make sure that that money goes to the folks that work extraordinarily hard, not only for me, for the business, for the brand and for themselves and their families. So all I'm saying here, I know it's kind of a long-winded way of saying, get yourself a team. 
Even if you just have two people on your team, great, or one, somebody, you don't have to do this alone. And if you're looking to scale, having a team is the fastest way to do it. I originally thought that it was going to cut my profit in half. Like for, for me, my take home, what I was going to be making, but it like 10 x it for me because we were able to take on so many more jobs and get out those websites much faster before it would take me like almost three months to complete a site. Now we turn around a site in a week. So anyways, I'm just forever grateful to my team. They know who they are. There's no way that I could do what I do without them. There's no way I could do this podcast without them. When I wake up in the morning, I kind of have this weird thought of, oh my gosh, I, got, I need to be doing something. But in, in all reality, like I've, I've set this up so that I don't have to be on the call. I don't have to do the code writing. I don't have to do the wireframes, the design. I don't have to do any of that because I've found the right people that are super happy to do all of that. So get yourself a team because it will give you your time back. So then you can figure out what you want to do next. There's no way that I could take on my executive coaching clients, my business coaching, my life coaching clients without having them. And I tell them that all the time. I let them know, hey, if it was not for you guys, first of all, I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be doing what I love most, which is empowering other business owners and spending time with my family. So that's just a little insight as to how I hired a team, how I keep the team around, right? Make them happy. And how I allow them to just pick and choose who they want to work with. It doesn't make sense for me, you know, to pick and choose who they work with because I don't know if their personalities are going to jive necessarily. Something that I've adopted as a really great tool when it comes to team building, as well as how to organize a team is using assessments like Myers-Briggs and the Enneagram. And my team loves taking the Enneagram. It's so fun for them to talk about their results and how and why they feel a certain way about them. And then we've actually rearranged some of the teams and made sure that we know they're going to work really well together. It's really fun to look at the different teams. It makes me laugh, actually, because all three of my team leads are eights on the Enneagram, and I am also an eight. And so I totally understand like why that works. They all laughed about it and said, yes, that totally makes sense. So it's things like that where it offers up this great sense of camaraderie and a sense of just better understanding who these individuals are and where they can excel the most and where they feel the most valued. So if you are looking at running some assessments for your team, highly recommend doing it. Not only is it fun, like I said, but it really does help um, from, a, from a leadership side of things, uh, just, just, to, just to see who's who and who's going to be best suited working together. Something else I also had my team do was to not only like read and understand their own personal results, but to read the rest. And when we had, you know, who, who are the ones we had the ones on zoom raise their hand and then they could start to make the connection like, Oh, okay. So now I know that's how you like to learn, or that's how you feel valued or what you need from out of life, out of your team. And, uh, it's, it's fun. It, it, it ended up <laughs> the whole, the whole day we did that ended up being really fun. Okay, so I hope this provides just a little bit of insight 
into why I'm so on fire for hiring a team and how I do it. And I teach business owners how to do this and where to go find the team, how to weed out certain individuals that might not fit with your business model, with the culture, and then where to find those people. So if this model is of interest to you, we can do some consulting, some coaching around it. You guys know where to find me always on Instagram and my DMs. You can always send me a message there. You can also email me anytime. I'll put links in the show notes. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. If you have a team already, make sure to give them a shout out. Tell them how much you appreciate them. All right, that is it for this week. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.